Fairy Tales for Adeline. Cat and Mouse in Partnership A Fairy Tale by the Brothers Grimm A cat had made the acquaintance of a mouse and had said so much to her about the great love and friendship that he felt for her that at least the mouse agreed that they should live and keep house together. Make preparations for winter or else we shall suffer from hunger, said the cat. And you, little mouse, cannot venture out everywhere or in the end you will be caught in a trap. This good advice was followed and they bought a pot of fat but they did not know where to store it. Finally, after much consideration, the cat said, I know no place where it will be better stored up than in the church. No one dares take anything away from there. We will put it beneath the altar and not touch it until we are needed. So the pot was stored safely away but it was not long before the cat took a great longing for it and said to the mouse I wanted to tell you, little mouse, that my cousin has brought a little son into the world and he was asked me to be his godfather. He is white with brown spots Hold him over the baptism font. Let me go out today and you look after the house by yourself. Yes, yes, answered the mouse. By all means go. And if you get anything go to eat, think of me. I would like to drink a drop of sweet red christianing wine myself. All this, however, was untrue. The cat had no cousin and had not been asked to be godfather. He went straight to the church, crept up to the pot of fat, began to lick at it, and licked off the top of the fat. Then he went for a stroll on the roofs of the town, looked out for opportunities, and then stretched out in the sun, licking his whiskers whenever he thought of the pot of fat. He did not return home until it was evening. Well, here you are again, said the mouse. You must have a happy day. Everything went well, answered the cat. What name did they give the child, asked the mouse. Tabaf, said the cat quite coolly. Tabaf, cried the mouse. That is a very odd and uncommon name. Is it a usual one in your family? What does that matter, said the cat. It is no worse than Crumtief, as your gut children are called. Before long the cat was seized by another fit of longing. He said to the mouse, You must do me a favor and once more manage the house alone for one day. I have been asked again to be godfather, and since the child has a white ring around his neck, I cannot refuse. The good mouse conceded. However, the cat crept behind the town wall to the church and divorced half the pot of fat. Nothing tastes as good as that which one eats by ourselves, he said, and was quite satisfied with his day's work.
When he arrived home, the mouse asked, "What name was his child christianed with?" "Half gone," answered the cat. "Half gone? What are you saying? I've never heard that name in all my life." "Beggar, it is not in the almanac." The cat's mouth soon again began to water for the delicious goods. All good things come in trees," he said to the mouse. "I have been asked to be godfather again. The child is totally black; only it has white paws. Otherwise, it has not a single white hair on its whole body. This only happens once every few years. You will let me go, won't you?" "Tub off, half gone," answered the mouse. They are such odd names that they make me stop and think. Here you sit at home," said the cat, "with your dark gray fur coat and long braid of hair, capturing fantasies. That is because you do not go out in the daytime." Absence. The mouse cleaned the house and put it in order, but the greedy cat devoured all the rest of the fat. One has peace only after everything is eaten up," he said to himself, well filled and fat. He did not return home until night time. The mouse immediately asked what name had been given to the birth child. "You will not like it either," said the cat. "His name is Algon." "Algon," cried the mouse. "That is the most worrisome name of all." I've never seen it in print. All gone. What can that mean? Shook her head, curled herself up, and lay down to sleep. From this time forth, no one invited the cat to be godfather. But when winter had came, and there was no longer anything to be found outside, the mouse thought of their stored food and said, "Come, cat, we will go to our pot of fat." Which we have stored up for ourselves, it will taste good now. Yes, answered the cat. You will enjoy it as much as you would enjoy sticking that dainty tongue of yours out of the window. They set out of the way, but when they arrived, the pot of fat, to be sure, was still in its place, but it was empty. Alas, said the mouse. Now I see what has happened. Now it comes to light. You are a true friend. You ate everything when you were serving as a godfather. First tub off, then half gone, then. Be quiet! cried the cat. One more word, and I will eat you too. All gone was already on the poor mouse lips. She had scarcely spoken it before the cat. Sprang on her, seized her, and swallowed her down. You see, that is the way of the world.